Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for April 6, 2020. It's the birthday of painter, architect, and titan of the Renaissance, Raphael, born in Urbino, Italy in 1483. Raphael was born Raffaello Santi in Urbino, central Italy, during the final years of the early Renaissance. His father, Giovanni Santi, was a court painter to Duke Federigo da Montefeltro and gave his son his first painting lessons. When he was a teenager, Raphael was sent to apprentice under Perugino, the leading painter of the Umbrian school. Raphael became a master, fully qualified and trained in 1501, at the age of 18. His career falls into three phases. First, his early years in Umbria with Perugino. His second period runs from about 1504 to 1508, when he painted in Florence and produced works like The Entombment and La Belle Jardiniere. And his third and final period were the following 12 years, when he worked in Rome. It was during this period that Raphael was commissioned by Julius II to begin the decoration of some of the rooms in the Vatican, beginning with the library, later to be called the Stanza della Segnatura, or the Room of Signatures. We know that these decorations had previously been entrusted to another group of artists. However, when the Pope saw the extraordinary skill of the young painter from Urbino, he discharged all the other artists and put the entire work into Raphael's hands. It was an extraordinary flash of intuition by someone who at the same time was pressing Michelangelo to undertake the decoration of the roof of the Sistine Chapel. The room of the Segnatura contains Raphael's most famous frescoes. Together with Michelangelo's ceiling frescoes in the Sistine Chapel, they are the grand fresco sequences that mark the High Renaissance in Rome. Originally, the room was used by Julius II as a library and private office, particularly for the signing of papal documents, and the iconographic program of the frescoes is related to this function. It was certainly established by a theologian and meant to represent the three greatest categories of the human spirit, truth, good, and beauty. As a spectator viewing the frescoes, you're made to feel that you could step into the space in this picture, as if walking into a theatrical setting on a stage. There's a series of horizontal planes across the checkered floor, up the steps, past the pillar supporting the barrel vaulting, and into a domed area which is indicated above the heads of Plato and Aristotle by the curved line under the window. The all-important vanishing point of the fresco is somewhere in the space between the heads of Plato and Aristotle. The use of the sky and the incompleteness of the architecture are indications that the School of Athens is not a physical building that actually existed in the past, nor one inhabited by ordinary human beings. That the vanishing point is constructed in such a carefully considered place, the heavens, is also a clear gesture that the scene is taking place on some higher plane. The heads of the gods Apollo and Athena are aligned with Plato's and Aristotle's heads respectively. The point where the two diagonals intersect can be referred to as the divine center between the two philosophers. By 1514, Raphael had achieved great fame for his work at the Vatican and was able to hire a crew of assistants to help him finish painting frescoes, freeing him up to focus on other projects. While Raphael continued to accept commissions, including portraits of Popes Julius II and Leo X, 
and his largest painting on canvas, The Transfiguration, he had by this time begun to work on architecture as well. After architect Donato Bramante died in 1514, the Pope hired Raphael as his chief architect. Under this appointment, Raphael created the design for a chapel in St. Eligio degli Orifici and designed Rome's Santa Maria del Popolo Chapel and an area within St. Peter's New Basilica. On April 6, 1520, Raphael's 37th birthday, he died suddenly and unexpectedly of mysterious causes in Rome, Italy. He had been working on his largest painting on canvas, the Transfiguration, at the time of his death. When his funeral mass was held at the Vatican, Raphael's unfinished painting was placed on his coffin stand. Raphael's body was interred at the Pantheon in Rome, Italy, where he remains. It's one of the world's architectural marvels, the Pantheon. And if you're ever there, tell him I said hi. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.